Hello and welcome to Caravan Confessions. I'm your host, Eric Simon, better known as The Broke Agent, and today we have on an English realtor named James Silver. James, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Do you like being introduced as an English realtor? I think you're the first international guest we've had on the show so far. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely glad you said that opposed to leaving it open because on near enough a daily basis, people mistake me for Australian or South African or something like that. And it drives me mad. Well, I'm glad I got it right. Yeah. So have you found that your English accent helps at all dealing with clients? Like do you cold call or door knock? Because I work closely with an Australian guy, not to compare uh-huh. you to him or the accents. And he absolutely killed it on cold calling because he just had like a very genuine voice. He was very articulate. And I think the accent gave him a little edge. Yeah, uh, I've def- I haven't had anyone that I've been working with at the time go, actually, let me start that again. I have. I've had one <laughs> other English person basically work with me because I was English as well. Um, okay. When it comes to Americans, no one's directly said that they're working with me because of that. But I've had many people say that they think it definitely helps. When it comes to cold calling, it can go one or two ways. Either people love it and they just want you to keep talking. Or um, (laughs) sometimes if you get sort of an older redneck type person, they just haven't got a clue what you're even saying and can't understand you. Yeah. So do you get rednecks at all? I mean, you're you're based in Tampa, right? In St. Petersburg. So like just just outside of Tampa. St. Petersburg. Okay, that's right. And how long have you had your license? Um, I got it. At the end of 2000, no, sorry, start of 2014. Okay, so pretty recently. Fairly recent, yeah. And how have you been getting the majority of your leads? From cold calling and door knocking, referrals, or how does it go out there in St. Petersburg? Um, I'm definitely now at a point where I'm getting more stuff through the kind of referrals from previous clients. Um, A few of my listings that I've got on the go at the moment is 100% through that. Uh, when I started, I also, I got kind of lucky, I guess I, I started on a team with, uh, another few guys, the guy that heads it up is actually English, but he'd been over here for 18 or so years to kind of help with the transition of the, there's crazy number of phrases and just what things are called, which are different. So he definitely helped with that and provided a few leads as I got going. Um, but then just kind of doing some door knocking, some cold calling, some online leads, open houses, you know. All the the standard things that everyone does when they're starting out, I guess. Yeah. Uh, What's the average price point out there? Um, It can really fluctuate depending on the area. You can go two minutes in one direction and you've got a million dollar house and then two minutes in another direction and it's 80 grand piece of crap. So Uh it varies, but probably average is around 250. Got it. And did you say Petersburg or St. Petersburg? I want to get that right because obviously... St. Petersburg. Okay, good. So I did get that right. So yes. you talk about getting online leads. Um, one of the stories you emailed me is about a guy who called you up from an online lead with some weird criteria. If you want to jump into <laughs> that, I think that's a good place to start. Yeah, for sure. Um, we do. I do some stuff personally now just by myself and then as a team we do other online advertising. Uh, this was probably I'd been in the business for about – five or six months so still fairly green and pretty eager to get going with everything um had this guy that called up he was interested in one of our listings so i called him back get into the conversation and then turns out pretty quickly that the house that we had listed wasn't going to work for him but you know i thought i'd see if i can convert him into something else so conversation keeps going he basically starts telling me that he needs to have like four bedrooms 
preferably two bars, not a particularly high price point. And it was going to be for him, his two brothers and his mum. And I mean, all, all these guys are adults. Um, uh-huh. So kind of sounded a bit odd at the time, but you, you roll with it. <laughs> There's nothing and wrong then, with living, living with your mom. How, how old is he? I mean, you don't, I don't know because it was online, but he definitely, he sounded older. Like right. uh, I'd say at least sort of forties plus and all of his brothers, I'm guessing okay, that- were in the <laughs> price. There's, de- there's definitely something wrong with living with your mom when you're 40. So I take that statement back. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had short stints here and there being back at home since college and stuff, but it's not quite the same as buying a house with your mom when you're 40. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, he's then like, let's get one of my brothers who's local to the area. I'm out of town at the moment. Let's get him in on a conference call so we can just kind of talk a bit more about what we're looking for. So that's fine. Get him involved. And then at this point, they're just, they clearly, they're just an odd pair of brothers. They interact very weirdly, a little bit socially awkward. And then getting a bit more into the criteria of where they're looking. Um, and then he starts saying, well, you know, we don't, we, we want to be sort of where we have some space to ourselves, wording it just a little bit ambiguously as to why. And we live in a place that, it's not like you get a house on two acres worth of land. Everything's fairly close together. I mean, it's still a city living. So, do you, do you mean the house itself actually isolated from other residential areas, or do you mean like they their room wants to be separate from like their mom? The house itself. Okay. So they, so they don't want to be around anything. anything. Yeah, which I understand. Not everyone likes neighbors being all up in your business. So. Right. Keep going. He's then saying that he, he's not allowed to drive or whatever at the moment, so he's going to need me to, to kind of come and pick him up. First um, red flag. Yeah, it was interesting. But I keep going with the conversation. As I said, I'm into the business about five months, so I was eager. Um, and then when I was really trying to nail down the neighborhoods and stuff that he wanted to be in, they were just being very vague in terms of what they where. Sorry, let me start that again. They were being vague in terms of the neighborhood that they wanted to be in, but very specific that they didn't want to be around people or schools or anything like that. <laughs> did, they say, after, did they say schools specifically? Yeah. Okay. So again, another red flag. It's like right. well, it's interesting for sure. Um, and then after a couple of more minutes of just speaking, the the guy, the other brother that's local and got conferenced in, just came out with, "Okay, so I'm a sex offender." Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that obviously stumped me somewhat. And then uh-huh. he like he proceeded to to say, "What we're looking for is a house that isn't within a thousand yards or whatever the distance is." of any schools or parks or anything along that nature where there's going to be kids around. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so did you so, continue, did you continue with the showing this guy around or did you just stop well, the I mean, relationship this, this right there? Within, I had one phone call with the first brother. Then this was a second phone call. I hadn't even got him in my car or anything at this point. It was purely just trying to trying to minimize time wasting, I guess, by making sure that we're looking at the the right kind of stuff because they were being a bit specific about what they wanted. So I haven't even met them. It was all over the phone. And at that point, I just kind of go quiet because how the hell do you respond to that? Yeah. There's not not too much you can say. Yeah. Um, Even even when you're new to the business and you pretty much want to take any lead or any business you could possibly get, showing around a sex offender is probably not the direction you want to go in at the start or ever actually for sure but it kind of got worse as well because he then went on to try and like explain and justify it Uh -uh. um 
Did he tell you exactly what happened? Not that uh, we, he, we could we could beep it out if there's something that we don't want to be heard. Yeah, no, I mean it. It wasn't too bad. I, I from what I recall, this was a couple of years ago. But he basically said, um, I I went with a prostitute, mm-hmm. and turns out she was underage. But I thought she was overage, okay, and that was that, like all that he gave me. I mean, not that it makes it any more credible because that's still screwed up, but. That that was his take on the scenario, but obviously there's all sorts of red flags. So at this point, I kind of I decide to cut the conversation reasonably short because I'm like, okay, let me just kind of look at some houses or whatever. I didn't, right. <laughs> I guess I, I was so confused with what was going on. I didn't want to completely just say get the heck off my phone now, but at the same time, I didn't want to talk to him. So I get off the phone, then jump on Google as you do and Google the guy's name. Um, and then you get the whole rap sheet that comes up with the mugshot. I can't remember exactly what the rap sheet said, but uh-huh. it, it, it sounded in line with what he was telling me. But either way, I was just like, this guy looks like a lunatic. Yeah. And there's absolutely <laughs> no way I want to be putting him in my car at all. Um, <laughs> one of the other guys in the office, he was kind of playing around. He was like, well, someone's got to work with them. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll let someone else have that one. I just won't be involved. <laughs> What was their price point? Mm, I'm trying to recall. I think it was about 120, 150, something like that. So, would you, have continu- you looking- would you have continued the conversation if it was for a million? <laughs> um, you know, everyone's got their price, and as far as sex offenders right. go. Actually, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna yeah, rate that's a, which. That's a slippery I'm not, slope. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna rate which sexual offenses is better than others. So, let's just completely scratch that. Actually, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, what what if you uh, what if you went up to two, three million? Would you continue it or no? I mean, okay. Now that I have, I've never. You're, you're on the spot. Like yeah. yeah, I've never thought about it by like that. But what well, I would well, you're say, you're a better man than I am. Then. <laughs> Well, I kind of tried to put it out of my head, to be honest. It was kind of weird. But right. um, if if the price point was better, there would have been so many more options in terms of the house and everything that they wanted. So maybe right. it may have just seemed like a more realistic thing. And I could have gone, he looks kind of weird. He's clearly messed up a bit. And uh-huh. I don't really want to be involved. But if I let people know where I am and whatever else, maybe it would be worth it. But their criteria for a house was just so far-fetched and I knew even at that point it was going to be virtually impossible to find anything. Um, that, and I guess just my moral compass was kind of like, no, that's not a good scenario to be in. That's a great answer. You, you're, yeah. coming, you're coming out of this podcast looking like a lot better man, a much better man than I am right now. So hopefully <laughs> well, you're I throwing can... yourself under the bus. So I, I, am. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am. And this is an unfiltered podcast, so I'll take the hit on this one. And that was a great yeah. answer. So... Where did you get that online lead from? Good question. Um, I can't remember. I'm going to – it was probably either through Zillow or through our website because I remember that it was specifically on one of our listings. Um, uh-huh. At the time being you or I was working a lot of the buyer leads that were through. So it was probably through one of those, those two formats. Okay. Do you get a lot of your leads through online leads? Um, a reasonable amount. One thing that we've started doing a lot more of both as a team and me personally is kind of Facebook advertising that side of things. Cause I think it's fairly untapped and it's, it's pretty cost efficient. 
It is. Uh, it's, su- it's super underpriced right now. Kind of like how right. Google Google AdWords was like this about five or six years ago, where you could buy, you know, like real estate comedy, for example, for like five to ten cents. And then once right. people started com- uh, like catching on, then everyone started doing it. So now yeah. at all these real estate conferences that I'm going to, everyone starts talking about Facebook ads and how yeah. effective it is. And I would assume it's more effective, less effective in major cities like Los Angeles, Chicago, Miami, because it's so oversaturated. And basically what Facebook ads are doing is they're making the the big real estate agents more popular. And, you know, it's kind of feast or famine. So if, I mean, most people that are like in a price point of Los Angeles where they're trying to buy something, you know, one to $5 million, they're not going to pick their real estate agent through a Facebook ad. Right. So, yeah, I, I was going to say pretty much exactly the same thing. I mean, St. Petersburg, I always describe it as kind of big city amenities, small city scale. Yeah. Um, I don't know the population, but it's like got everything you want, but it's just not not that physically big. So in right. terms of local agents utilizing it, I don't see a lot of it, which is why it's something that we're kind of giving some time and thought to and everything at the moment, just trying to beat the curve but yeah as you say at some point it's gonna it's gonna all change up and then it's no longer gonna be the bargain that it is now yeah are you, are you doing other social media advertising like twitter instagram um not advertising on other platforms i'm on pretty much all of them um yeah. I, i'm playing with the idea of doing some instagram advertising as well but haven't really dived into that yet the facebook uh-huh. stuff we've kind of been doing for the last I don't know, maybe three or four months or so. So still reasonably fresh at it. So I kind of would rather nail that one down before we start trying something new as well. And, and are you doing it by marketing a specific listing or are you having them like your actual business page or how are you going about doing the advertising? I'm just curious. Um, yeah, primarily either advertising a specific listing if it's like the coming soon phase or it just hit the market, price reduction, open house, whatever it may be. Um, the other thing as well, which I think obviously most people want to be working with more sellers than they do buyers is, uh, kind of the whole, what is your house worth style thing? And then bring it onto a landing page and just try and capture a lead that way. Uh Um, but the, the difficulty with that is that yes, you get leads coming through, but in the same way with like Zillow and whatever other website, a lot of the time it's just people playing around they don't really want to do anything but you just kind of have to work your way through them and get to the good ones it's great clickbait though the what is your house worth i've seen that all over in los angeles just as far as the facebook ads and online leads go and it's you know i it's very enticing to click on that right for sure whoever whoever came up with that is a very smart marketer yeah so you got another story um about a slow open house and a recent divorcee do you want to <laughs> yeah. dive into that one? I'd love to. Yeah. Uh, this one was a little bit less intimidating as in there were no legal aspects involved, which was good. <laughs> um, but so I'd been in the business at that point, probably about a year, um, just doing an open house. It was one of my business partners listings, not my one. Um, and it was pretty slow, which was weird because it was kind of right, right in the middle of the range of what everyone wants in terms of area price point. It was slightly on the small side, but it was just kind of a, a standard smallish house that had been HGTV'd and was ready to go. But anyway, right. so it was pretty slow. Um, I'd had like two people through in the first hour, got to the to the second hour, and then after a while, this woman comes in. 
and obviously you 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 start the conversation you're nice you're giving them the the little tour the the key points and all that sort of thing we kind of go through the motions of that which took i don't know five minutes and then she just proceeded to kind of take conversation further and wouldn't stop talking (laughs) and it was kind of like i I don't know i guess i'm a people person i'm more than happy to just talk with someone for a while i don't mind doing that but then you know how like some people have very bad perception of personal space yes um she was as time went on it kind of felt like she was one of these people so she was like leaning closer towards me and stuff and my, I, I don't know if you do it but one thing i can't remember when i got told it years ago but like if someone's in your personal space you kind of shift your weight to your back foot but keep your front foot out to like build that space so I've, never, I've never thought of it that specifically but yeah i guess that's that's what we do it, it works like yeah. i've done it so many times when you have someone that's too close you just kind you of sh- face that, that way. shift your weight yeah onto your back foot and then you kind of lean back on that a bit anyway yeah. so i did that and then she just she was really like leaning in and then she proceeds I, I guess it all came out of the conversation as to how come you're maybe looking to move and all the rest of it she was divorcee she wanted to tell me all about uh, her ex-husband and she knew he was cheating on her for a while, but she, she really thought it was going to work out and stuff. But then he did it again and it all went wrong. And as she's telling me this, she she's then starts to like kind of touch my arm and like stroke my arm a bit and stuff. Uh-oh. And you and can't you can't weight shift your way out of that one. No. And it was just really weird. Like I didn't know how to respond. It was like you again, you're running an open house and you want to be polite to people and everything, but really right. I'm like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> and you're this and is, you're married, correct? I am married, yeah. Okay. Um so it's pretty uncomfortable and the whole time this was going on, I was just it, we're in like the front lounge. Um it kind of had like an L-shaped dining room and lounge. So we're kind of right in the middle of it. I've just got one eye on the door being like, please can somebody else just come through just to like break Save this me. up. Yeah. And I kid you not, it went on for like 20 minutes, if not longer. Um, oh, she proceeded as well from touching my arm and kind of stroking my upper arm. Um, <laughs> again, you kind of try and shake out of that, but there's only so much you can do. Uh, and then she like, she was proceeded to tell me about her son. And she was like, yeah, my son's kind of your, your kind of age and stuff. Oh, and no. How, how old is this lady? Um, Mid forties. Yeah. Mid to late forties. And <laughs> was she, she attractive? Like, Okay, you know, not. The, it sounds like I'm a big fan of kids' films, but Monsters Inc. Um, the receptionist lady in that, who has yeah, like with, with the huge green chin, yeah, and the mole above the lip and the big ugly <laughs> glasses. Okay, so this like, this lady looked like the receptionist from Monsters Inc. Yeah, spitting okay. image. So not attractive. No. Okay. And and it was really uncomfortable. But then she also like <laughs> petted my cheek. I guess. Oh she, wow. She, she went up from like stroking the top half of my arm and then went onto my cheek. Um, and She's that one I obviously just kind of like snapped away from, funnily enough. Uh, and then after that, I don't know, conversation must have kind of got, well, I say conversation. It probably, her talking went on for another couple of minutes and then eventually she left. So was uh, she interested I, in the house at all or do you think she the, was walking around open houses to find, you know, young, attractive English gentlemen? <laughs> maybe the latter who knows right. uh, i think she was bored and she kind of thought that maybe she'd want to move uh, uh-huh. because 
it, it was clear within the first five minutes that like she wasn't really interested in the house. Nothing was going to happen, but she just proceeded to tell me her life story. Isn't that um, the worst? That happens so much at open houses yeah. when someone comes in, whether it's a neighbor or just like you know a nosy looky loo that walks in and they just talk your fucking ear off for. 30, 40 minutes and you're trying to, you know, get out of the conversation while trying to be polite. And if other people walk in at the same time, you're potentially losing out on, you know, leads and people writing offers. So it's just, it's, it's a really awkward situation that we're put in because, you know, you have to be social and you have to act engaged and you have to be polite because who knows if the person ever is going to write an offer or what they're going to tell because your reputation in real estate is everything. So you you got to be as nice as possible without telling the person, you know, to screw off. Right. And as this was the case, you can guarantee that those people always come by when it's slow, because if it's busy, it's easy to blow them off and just be like engage someone else in conversation. But that was just not the case. Um, so yeah, it was just a really, (laughs) really uncomfortable 20 minutes of my life. And I just, I, as I said, the whole time I had like an eye on the door just praying for someone else to come in <laughs> or maybe make a run for it if she tries like groping anywhere or anything right. like that. That would have been cool. <laughs> but then what made it worse as well was uh, it was probably about three weeks after I was doing another open house, similar sort of area. Again, I think she was playing with the idea of moving, but very loosely. Um, she comes by the same open house. Oh, and I, no. Well, not the yeah. same open house, a different house, right? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the next open house that I was doing. And oh my god! So she's she's hunting for you. She probably who, checked. She checked the, uh, the MLS or you know checked Redfin yeah. or whatever and I saw your name took, again. But she if she took, took your business card. Yeah. So she came by that one, and I opened the door, and you, it was one of those moments when like my heart just sank, and I was like, "Oh shit." Like, how am I going to deal with this one? So she comes in and I'm like, hi. And just, I blew it off and played dumb as if I didn't remember who she was. I figured that could be plausible because we, we deal with a lot of people. Um, luckily with that one, though, there are a lot more people. So I kind of played nice for the first couple of minutes. Uh, and she was like still trying to engage me. And then she was like, oh, do you remember me? I came to the other open house. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think I do. Uh, you're like, yeah, you look but exactly kind of, like the receptionist from Monsters, Inc. How could I forget you? Sat, yeah, I saw the film last night. No. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she came by that one. Luckily, it wasn't as traumatic because she didn't stay as long as there were other people. But after the first open house, I remember getting home. And I, <laughs> the first thing I, I said to Kristen as I walked in, I was like, I feel like a piece of meat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she had zero sympathy for me. And Kristen was just like, well, welcome to girl life. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, I guess there's probably some validity to that. But yeah, it was uh, not an enjoyable open house for sure. Well, at least you were a respectful human being about it. And at least obviously didn't didn't pursue and were you know nice enough to her where she wanted to come back without completely blowing her off. So you're an admirable man, James. Well, it's the English charm, maybe. It knows. is. It is. So, <laughs> James, thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah, of course. Thanks, absolutely. Those, those are two great stories. Um, so where can the people reach you? Um, probably best way is pretty much any social media at J Silver Realtor, and that's silver like the color. Um, I get people all the time who spell, I, I guess it's the accent again, they spell silver uh, like silva, as in, in a Spanish way. Tries to add, but no, J Silver Realtor, um, and that's Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and YouTube all over the place. Do you follow me on Snapchat? 
I do, yeah. I enjoyed yesterday, actually. I think you had something. I don't know who you were with, but you were doing some of the filters, the the squeaky voice filters or something. <laughs> I was with my girlfriend, and we, we were doing a Rosh Hashanah songs. It's the Jewish New Year. Ah. I know nothing about the Jewish faith, so I can't help you there. <laughs> so I want to I wanna wish everyone a happy new year if you are Jewish. L'shana tova. Thank shalom. you for – Shalom, exactly. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> listening to the podcast. Please subscribe. Please like it on iTunes and review it. Thanks, James. Thanks, Eric. Bye.